Thanks for downloading this podcast from Brum Radio. For more programs, search our podcast page at brumradio.com. In the heart of Birmingham, one team to bring you your week in geek. It's the Geeky Brummy Show every Saturday, 12 till 1 on Brum Radio. Hello and welcome to the Geeky Brummy Show podcast. Speak up, Ryan. Come on. <laughs> I, I speak with great <laughs> he says as he destroys the studio. Well, you take my headphones away so I can't hear myself. Shout it and be proud. Hello and welcome to the Geeky Remy Podcast here on Brum Radio. It's more like it. Wait. Hello, guy. Laurie's not talking to you. Come on, come on Mr. L'Oreal. Speak. <laughs> <laughs> you are looking, your hair is looking so lustrous today. It's extra luxe. Did you actually condition it? I've become a bit vain and I keep brushing it a lot. Like he he was brushing it for 10 minutes before everybody <laughs> arrived. Just like there. Uh, is this, is this like... Is this like the mind? get here in the morning? Is this the whole like, personal grooming thing a bit new for you, Guy? Um, no, I just... It's just getting, it's getting too long now, so it's like I need to sort of... Start, Start giving it. it a little bit of attention. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. We've all been thinking it. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hello, George. Hello. You alright? Yeah. Calm down? I have, yes, after Twitter ranting. Angry day. Yes. Been arguing with eggs all week. <laughs> I have had one of those weeks. I don't know what happened to me. Yeah, I upset the Twitter ranks and they came for me and it was really, really funny. It doesn't take a lot. I mean, you're a woman on the internet, so what did That's you expect? That's true. I mean, yeah, how dare I for a yes. start, but... Can't make an omelette without breaking a few Twitter eggs. Indeed. Yeah. Hello, Keith. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on what you're listening to this. So I don't hello, know. Yes. I still want to t- steal your T-shirt, though. Keith has got the most awesome Captain America T-shirt on today. It's, I know it's an odd one, yeah. I, 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 I put it on. Yes. Just, why is, oh, God, why is Guy drawing a <laughs> rather guy. unpleasant drawing? <laughs> Let's move on small. from that and keep that for later, I think. Moving swiftly Hello, on. Mr. Ellis. Hi. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I just want to let everyone know. You're, you're very chirpy today. I know, and, and, and the fact that you're all really surprised that I showed up on time <laughs> and not hung over and in a good mood. It's like, I mean, I am capable. It is Saturday morning. Who are you and what have you done with the real Philip Ellis? <laughs> He's only cheerful because he finally put in his tax return. Yeah, I, 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 that, 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 weird, like, that weird pain in my chest has gone away now. <laughs> That's when you go to the government, yes, you owe me money. No, not the other way around. Please give me more cash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, I'll see you next year, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mr. Whitney. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm oh, not too bad, thank you. Yourself? Settling yeah, into the new complain. job? Yeah, it's going pretty well so far. They haven't kicked me out, so I'm going to take that as a plus. <laughs> <laughs> so Always a great Neither start. have I yet, so that's also a plus. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. One week to your Super Bowl as well. Yes, just a shame that the Patriots are in it. <laughs> Alright. Is this going to be a division line now in the studio? I here? think it is. We're going yep. to do that like um, 90s sitcoms. We're going to put a tape line down the middle of the flat. <laughs> Yeah. Right, what is that? It's the Keith bus, apparently. Guy's <laughs> like just like doodling away Keith. on the tablet while we're all it's, presenting radio. It's like Art Attack, but the kids version. It's like Thomas the Tank, but the National Express Broken. Best Women's version. <laughs> I thought it was more like Cat Bus, was what I'd like to think. Keith bus, Cat bus, yeah, that works. You, you forgot his beard, Guy. Uh, oh, there you go. See, See now I recognise oh. it. Oh. <laughs> now it's gone. Guy has wiped him, Keith has wiped himself away from the bus. Out of existence. Bye, Keith. Bye. <laughs> 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 so it's Chinese New Year today, and Gung Hei Fat Choi from myself. Ni Hao is about all I can manage. Is that from watching too much Dora the Explorer whilst I go over? <laughs> Shut up, you don't know me. 
<laughs> no swiper, no. Swiper, no swiping. I mean, that's like a different conversation. Like, you know, a no swipe, no. Yes. So anyway, it's the year of the rooster. That's good time. Why is it? No, no puns. You were relaying facts to us. We were yes. listening. Oh, we are yes. listening attentively we're to learning. your information. This is Ryan. the year of the rooster this year. And I have no facts about it being the year of the rooster. Even what does the rooster signify in the Chinese zodiac? A chicken. Oh. <laughs> like a male chicken. <laughs> just, just, is that what it means? Uh, do you it know whether it, what is it as well? Because I know using the power of the internet, I will find out. Is it an iron chicken or a, is a metal a, chicken or a robot chicken? chicken? Or is it a fire rooster? Viv did tell me. I paid no attention. Sorry, Viv. <laughs> I'm loving this art attack with Guy. He's now drawn a lovely picture of Phil with a hangover. It's beautiful. With an empty bottle next to me. Yes. It's like, oh my god, like, have you I been in that's my house? For a second, is it? <laughs> that's tomorrow morning. Yeah, definitely. I'd like to say, Ryan, you came really prepared with facts today for today's show. It's good, yeah. yeah. You gave us a couple of things, then you looked at us, and then, <laughs> and then you started Googling more. Well, is it because you might have researched yourself? Is it because normally we butt in and take over by, by now, so yeah, you, just, you didn't true. think you would have to actually do any presenting? I don't know what you mean, Phil. <laughs> yeah. Have we not realised that my entire presenting style is letting you guys talk and me just say stuff occasionally? Well, like, guy. there's nothing about the Chinese zodiac that's innately homophobic, patriarchal, or racist, so I can't jump in like <laughs> I normally do. <laughs> yeah. So what, you, what have you got for? Well, there's like news stories on the side. What did what? I want to come back to one of those news stories. Let's have a look. Let's see what's going on. Right. Uh, it's our new, it's our Chinese new, article. new Year: Eight Things We Should Never Do. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. Right. Yeah. Let's see if we can take them Donald off. Trump, mm -hmm. number one. Yes. Cut your hair, number one. Right. Oh, well, okay. I'm sorry yeah. on that. So. Yeah. Cleaning and washing. Oh. Damn. Whoops. Like, I've got friends staying over tonight. I kind of have to. Yeah. <laughs> Just say excuse the mess. Excuse and the mess is Chinese New Year. Gin. <laughs> they won't notice. That's how I treat all my house guests. Inappropriate gifting. Inappropriate gifting. Is that, you can't I mean, give people, like, dildos or... Yeah, or for people you don't know, you shouldn't just give out presents to strangers. Is that what right. they mean? Clocks. Is that clocks? Clocks. Yeah, clocks. it has a definite L in that, clocks. Oh, clocks. Okay. <laughs> clocks are what? Just, what just clocks? clocks are bad luck, what, or? Just... Yes. What oh. about what? okay? Well, like buying them or or like using retuning them. Or... them Here or... we go. In Chinese, gifting clocks sounds like the phrase for attending a funeral parade. So it's oh. associated with bad. And actually, okay. yeah, and you know so what? An inappropriate like, gift would be a clock. Yeah, it's. Like, and it, okay, I mean, I that, it, it makes a certain amount of sense. It's yes. like you know, you know, t your time is running out. There's more yeah. inappropriate gifts. Umbrellas. They're unlucky indoors. Oh, oh, that's just due to Rihanna, probably. But yeah. Never mind. Uh, it's but the Chinese were like the people who originated the umbrella. Not on Chinese. I was, I was listening to yes. this on No Such Thing as a Fish last ah, week. There yes. you go. Apparently, umbrellas should be avoided as they represent separation. Oh. Oh. Okay. Pears. The fruit or just yes. twos of things? Okay. <laughs> no, the fruit. Yes. So apparently, the character for pear also sounds like splitting up. So it's bad luck. Right. Mirrors. Is that because it creates two of things and then it, it, that's also a division or? Attract bad spirits. Oh. Ooh, a bit different, that one. And shoes. Okay. Should never give shoes on Chinese New Year. You should never give shoes anyway. I don't know. I quite like getting shoes. So if you're vain yes. and don't like getting wet in the rain and need a haircut, you yes. you're quite pretty much screwed for this one. Yeah. yeah. Number four, getting your numbers wrong. Getting what, like just being bad at maths? Yes, every culture has lucky and unlucky numbers. So, yeah, right. that's fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Five, getting your colours wrong. 
So what if you're colorblind? White and black are considered colors for funerals, and they should should therefore be avoided. Sit, I'm a little bit sit, Ryan in his I'm, white t-shirt with I, dark I, I hair. I've like right? down the middle and gone gray. <laughs> yes. Eating the wrong food. Oh, oh like what's oh the God. wrong food? Pears. Pears. <laughs> yes. yes. There aren't any universally unlucky foods, but however, there are lucky foods. Right. Okay. I mean, I would say like a vindaloo is a universally unlucky food. Is that lollipops yeah. you found on the floor? Or <laughs> random sour melon, you found melon in the balls studio. that are. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, the thing that guy radioactive you. watermelon yeah. sours. I'm getting PTSD yes. just thinking about it. So apparently, it's bad luck to eat congee, which is a Chinese-style rice pudding, savoury with meat in the morning because it represents poverty, and it's also bad luck to have meat in the morning for breakfast. That, that just no. for today, right? Just for today. Right, okay. Sorry, that's fine. Right, yeah. that's that's fine. Okay. I, I only had toast, it's okay. Right. I had cinnamon graham, so I'm good. Oh, oh aren't they the best? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Not to get off topic, but aren't, aren't they the best? <laughs> Even better when they're cheap from Aldi. Number, oh, well, yeah. Number seven, not eating your fish properly. What defines eating a fish properly? Like, is that like starting with the head and making your way down to the tail? or? No, apparently you should never flip it over to get the meat on the other side. But that's wasteful. <laughs> no, as in you take the bone out and then oh, take uh, it out. Okay. And Phil, you'll love this one. It is unlucky to have a quiet night in on Chinese New Year evening. Yes! Okay, oh, I'm going to be so lucky. <laughs> until I look at myself in the mirror in the morning. <laughs> yeah, not so much then. All right, so let's get on with things. This is Greg Grunberg, and you have to trek before you war. You are listening to Geeky Brummy on Brum Radio. And a very warm and welcome hello to the guys from Birmingham. Birmingham? Birmingham? <laughs> Coventry Comic Con. <laughs> Birmingham taking over everything. Introduction there by Scatman Ryan. Yes. <laughs> hello, John and Joe. Welcome to Geeky Brummy. Welcome to the chaos. So, you're actually launching your first ever Comic Con on the 1st of October. Looking forward to it? Yeah, I think that's probably an understatement. Uh, we're, what we're most looking forward to is just having everybody there and yeah. trying to do as best as we can for everybody out there. Mm-hmm. So why do you think Coventry needed a Comic-Con? That's an easy one, because I've never had one before. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it's a strange idea into yeah. my mind. It was like, okay, well, we've got one in Leamington, yeah. and there's one in Banbury, and Birmingham we've got hundreds. Yeah. So, oh, we are a bit greedy me, when it yeah, comes yeah, to geeky yeah. stuff. Let, let me just hour. check Coventry. <laughs> yes. Really? No. So it was just, I was astounded to think, you know what, they haven't got one, so yeah, it's let, a, let's it do it's it for the people It's a big gap in the map, I mean, even Telford's got a couple now, so it's kind of like, even Briley Hill, with the lovely guys from Geeks, but Coventry, I think, fully deserves some geeky reputation, definitely. Absolutely. Indeed. Yes, so you got some great guests there as well, I mean, already confirmed, we've got Peter Davidson, um, Sophie Aldred, Ian McKilhenny. I can never pronounce McElhenney. McElhenney, that's it. <laughs> and a few others, which you'll, I'm sure you'll just tell us about now. Yeah, we, I mean, we, we've got we've got a good um, a good spread because one of the things we wanted to do with this um, with this convention is yeah. to try and appeal to many many people. Yeah. And so we've got obviously actors, actresses. We've got mm-hmm. authors. We've got comic artists. We've yeah. got illustrators. We've got directors. Um, the, the list goes on. All really. covers of the yes, yeah, spectrum. Yeah. Even some cosplayers. One or two. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't forget about those. <laughs> so I can imagine this is a massive undertaking trying to arrange something like this. So I can see you putting massive things already in place, ready for the first of October. And you've got Jedi Fight Academy, Andrew Lorden, who we spoke about in the show previously. Mm-hmm. And you've got Mini Matt Smith with his TARDIS. 
the Iron Throne official HBO approved replica. With yeah, and signed by thirty-four of the cast. So which one of you two is going to be stealing that for the day to sit on? Well, I think I, th- I think that'll probably have to be me, considering that. <laughs> <laughs> all, all things considering. <laughs> no, but but the I think the the key thing about this is you know what we've both got day jobs. Yeah. So yeah, full-time day job. So it, it's a, it's a huge undertaking mm-hmm. for us to to put this together. And for it being the first con, you know, I, I was very conscious that we needed to make a statement and the only way to do that was to preload with all the activities, all the guests, because some cons have the luxury of being able to drip feed over the, you know, over the months, but I thought, you know what, let's hit it hard and let's show show people what what we're we're about, really. Yeah, I mean, the one thing I'm really looking forward to is the water dancing with me toss. Yerilim. Yerolamu. Yerolamu. It's yeah. always yeah. a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mil- yes. Milgot is a really nice guy. I've met him a few times before at some, some events back up north. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's a fantastic guy. And considering he had, what, a bit part in Game of Thrones, he made a massive impact on later things in the show. Definitely. Yes. Of course. And we've dedicated a, a whole fitness room for him. Right. Uh, to be able to accommodate for everybody that's willing to attend for that as well. So we're, we're very excited to see mm-hmm. that uh, kick off. And you've already expanded out to two floors of the Sports Connection that's in Coventry. We, we've pretty much taken over the whole building now, which, <laughs> <laughs> which wasn't the original intention. Yeah. Um, but we always thought, you know what, we want to do a great job. And if it means you know, expanding out and into other areas, then mm-hmm. let, let's make it happen. Yeah. Well, if, if you're going to do it, do it big. Yes, absolutely. Go big or go home. Yeah. <laughs> of course. So, being the inaugural event, is there anything that you're really, really focused on or looking forward to? Or is it just the absolute panic's not sitting just yet? Um, <laughs> it, it, the, yeah, partial panic. Partial <laughs> panic. Um, some, sometimes it's more than others, but yeah. uh, um, we, we've... I think we've been pretty good in terms of project managing this. Um, John's got his areas that he's looking after, so John's looking after the venue mm-hmm. and the floor plan and, and hotel bookings for the guests and, uh, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Panic on John's face. Oh, my God, all these things I'm doing. Yeah. I think the panic has just sunk in. Yeah. <laughs> and you're trying to make it the most accessible comic con you can as well. I mean, I know you put a special bit about the accessibility of the place and how you can get in. I mean, you've got disabled access, everything like that. I mean, yes. being as inclusive as possible, I think, is a really big thing for most co- conventions. Yeah. So often that enough always to gets for a lot of yeah, yeah, no, we wanted to embrace that from the beginning. And, um, and so we... W- yeah, when we were looking to expand into the rooms, we made sure that the first floor has, um, you know, kind of a a, a stairlift access. Um, n- not only for, you know, because I know some of our, our guests may may well have difficulties. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, we'll uh, we'll we'll we wanted to make sure that that was taken care of. No, of course, yeah. and, and I think part of that expansion all started off with making sure that we had a dedicated room for cosplayers, so that it can get changed uh, yes. in and out of of cosplay. Yeah, I mean, this Always is one of your biggest see. gropes, isn't it, George? Really? It is, that, yeah. Lots of places often kind of go, we want cosplayers, and you go, brilliant, what would you like us to do? And they kind of go, just exist. And go, <laughs> yeah. Okay, good, thanks, <laughs> brilliant. Um, yeah, so myself and the fantastic Tiny Tigress is coming all the way down from Scotland, mm-hmm. arguing around all day, running a repair station. So if you do have that horrifying moment, which I think has happened to most cosplayers, where something pops, yeah. it's usually <laughs> you've, you've spent months crafting, like, 
beautiful elaborate foam armor and then somebody brushes past you a little bit forcefully and everything collapses. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, we are on hand. I, I pray what happens to me now happens to anybody out there when, when we were sat on stage at Teesside Unleashed. Um, you popped a seam in a costume while we were judging a cosplay. Yes, costume. that was <laughs> yes. Oh, that, the best awkward. moment for that, it. Yeah. Just, so yeah. We were sort of sat to one side and he turned to me with this complete look of panic like, something's just gone at the back. Like, oh, God. At least it was at the back. Yeah. <laughs> it was under the coat. It was fine. Yeah, so Nobody knew except for, us. Fortunately, it wasn't the, it was fortunately, it wasn't the crotch of my uh, trousers. <laughs> been on. Yeah. No more detail, please. No. <laughs> and it's great to see you supporting charity as well. So I believe it's Zoe's Place Children's Hospital. Yes. Baby Hospice. Yes, I, uh, I approached Zoe's Place um, before we really kicked off because I wanted to make sure we were supporting a really worthy charity. And, and I know Zoe's Place does a lot of good... Um, you know, could work in terms of uh, respite and palliative care for, for, for babies. So absolutely, it was the mm. right choice, I, I, I think. And that's a fantastic thing to give a bit of charity to. And it's always, it's always great to see when people work with that charity, especially uh, international co- cosplay see, see, chari- yeah, uh, yeah. charity. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So people who are unaware where the venue is, how do we find it? Good question. Well, the website has got details about the venue, so yes. it's got um, a map and um, and obviously the postcode, which would be mm-hmm. ideal for satnavs. CV eight three FL, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. And um, it, but it's it really is well located. Yeah. It's just off the A forty five. It's accessible Easy to get from, to for the motorway. Then. Absolutely, yeah. from off the M one, the M six. Mm-hmm. Um, Even you know, public transport for. <laughs> Our non-driver in the studio. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yes, I believe there yeah. is one bus which uh, which which goes there, but uh, yeah, we'll mm-hmm. probably commandeer that bus, and the bus the, <laughs> the profits will be. That would be an interesting bus trip for some people. It's one of the best things about cosplaying is public transport in costume. It is a lot of fun. If you do take over that bus, can we paint it up like the night bus from Harry Potter? (laughs) Or we get somebody to cosplay as Sandra Bullock. (laughs) 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 Just as long as nobody puts Thor's hammer on the seat next to them. (laughs) (laughs) That could be a problem. Be considerate. But but the other thing, just to to add the charity piece as well, is we're, we're, we're intending to do a charity auction at the end of the day. Right. Um, so we'll be getting various items, goodies, signed mm-hmm. photos, etc., from from guests and, and from other people who are not going to be there. And we'll be auctioning that off at the end of the day, and all of that will go to Zoe's place as well. So that, that that's absolutely that's excellent. Definitely. And there's probably going to be some merchandise you'll never find anywhere else ever again there. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And where can we find you guys online? So the uh, the online website would be www.coventrycomiccon.uk and you can always find us on Facebook as well under the same Coventry Comic Con UK. And you're both from Star Collectibles? Collectibles? No, you're not both from Star Collectibles. Uh, <laughs> John is. I'm, I'm, I'm from Star Collectibles UK. You're from Marvel and Beyond. That's right, yeah. That's yeah. yeah. yeah so our background is, is we started off as dealers, so we've been doing the doing comic cons for a few years and um and and the whole history of how we got together was um we did mcm birmingham last year That's and right. we were neighbors oh, right. uh, and i uh, after a after a long day i kind of turned to john and said we could do this yeah stupidly closer to <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. and and thus was the start of a beautiful relationship yeah <laughs> I, mean, I think that's the amazing thing, especially with geek culture and something that we always try to promote on the show. It's 
getting together with your fellow friends and it might not even be that you're not into the, exactly the same things but you'll always find a common interest and beautiful things blossom from it yeah but uh, I don't, I'm not sure our wives are very pleased but uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, so a big shout out to my wife for putting up with me <laughs> and mine too thanks I think there are certain wives listening who can probably relate to that one. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Bev. Yes, we do. And girlfriends in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sure there'll be plenty more announced in the future, so where can we keep an eye on regular updates? So, I believe you have a Facebook page, which is where most of the information will be on, and your own Twitter feed, of course. Yeah, yeah, we've got Facebook, so at Coventry Comic Con, and Twitter is uh, cov underscore comic underscore con mm-hmm. um, and we do regular updates particularly when we've got any key announcements um, we will be releasing extra photo shoots we'll be releasing um, extra details on, on new guest panels and obviously we, we still haven't finished on the guest front so we've got mm-hmm. another three guests mm-hmm. to announce as yeah. time goes on anybody that can Okay, he's he's one (laughs) one small clue. Um, Our final guest will be announced on May the fourth. Oh, (gasps) (laughs) gas from Mr. Philly Philly. (laughs) Some Marvel related. uh, (laughs) DC is it? (laughs) No, brilliant. Thanks for coming. Somebody off EastEnders. (laughs) (laughs) Steve McFadden. What's that old again? The the one guy likes Mulhern. That's it. Steve Mulhern, your favourite guy. Yes, guy guy has a particular hatred for a certain man in the studio. John, we need to cancel him. (laughs) (laughs) I've got him on speed dial. We have just tweeted out the links to the website and the Twitter handle. So you can find all the information online. We'll pop it up on the Facebook page as well, so you can keep a track of what's coming up on our Facebook page, as well as their own Facebook page. So we'll share across there. Thanks very much for joining us, guys. Thank, Thank you. you Thanks for much. having us. It's been great. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Do you just want to tell us when it's happening? Yeah. Oh, that was the very important thing. Let's just reiterate. Just to re-remind us. So it's on the first of October. Yes. This year, of course, and that's held at the Sports Connection Centre in Wrighton on Dunsmore, South Coventry. And it starts from 10 p. Sorry, 10 a.m. <laughs> 10 p.m. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 10 a.m. to well, 5, yeah. 5 p.m. as well. Yes. So, thanks very much. Hey, everybody. John Barrowman here, and you are listening to Brum Radio. So, as it's Chinese New Year, I thought it was probably worth a mention about the rise of Chinese cinema and the customization of Western movies for Chinese cinema. So, this is something that I only heard about very, very recently. Um, that a film when it's released internationally, especially for a Chinese audience because it's so huge, yeah. that they release basically a different cut of the film. Yes, yeah, basically like add or remove stuff depending on... Yeah, it's like the second biggest market now, I think. Yes. Something like that. Well, it makes sense. There's a lot of Chinese people. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the biggest backlash we've had recently was The Great Wall, which was a Chinese-produced movie with Matt Damon being the... See, that character. sounds like they did it the yeah. other way around, where it was a Chinese-produced yes. film and then they put in a, a white star Damon. just yeah. for yeah. American yeah. audiences. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was kind of like, it was accused of whitewashing and it's like, why does a big Western here have to come in and save the Chinese? And I think it was yeah, probably an issue with the trailer more than the actual film itself. It was very badly done trailer. And I suppose it's just more Matt Damon being in there. Yeah, and I, I also it's kind of like he wasn't even playing. Obviously, like a, I think he was meant to be playing sort of someone who was Central or Eastern European. So he, yes. he wasn't even properly cast for that. He probably should, you know, it should have still been yeah. a non-white actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I haven't, I haven't seen the Great Wall, so I can't judge. But the trailer and, and kind of the reaction to it is all I really um, was aware of. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a massive Twitter storm. I think is the mm. way to describe it. Almost what, the size what of isn't a massive Twitter storm these days. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's true. And, until we see it, you, you can't really yeah. judge. But I mean, you know, they're they're making a film that they want to market to two markets. Yeah, you're I mean, bank, yeah. you're going to put money on it. You know, nobody says anything if somebody casts like you know Tom Cruise in something like, oh my god, it's another short person well, movie. Yeah, I mean, you'd have had the exact opposite if they didn't have any Western Hollywood actors in it, which is like why. China trying to release a ch- completely Chinese film in the U- UK and the US with no context or link through to it. Yeah. yeah, I mean you've got to look at the history of it in terms of like if if China were to release a movie in this country, it's it's rare that it reaches the kind of heights that we do. I mean, you, yeah. you know, something you get something like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which hits a particularly big yes. audience just because it's pushed by a, a particular studio. They want to yeah. push it out there. But I mean, how many people have watched the sequel on Netflix? No. You know, how many people have <laughs> yeah. watched IP Man? How many people have watched all of these other yes. films it's that have come out of China? IP Man is, is a patent lawyer, isn't it? Yeah, Ip Man, IP Man, yeah. Ip Man, Ip Man 2. I mean, you've got Donnie Yen appearing in yes. Rogue One. The actors are starting to come over now. Jackie Chan's just finally got his Lifetime Achievement Award after breaking well, every so bone too. in his body yeah. twice yeah. over. And it's kind of like, it's, it's well overdue for Chinese cinema to be recognised yeah. in a Western audience, I think. I think it's always had that kind of... Um, cult status yeah i mean when i was when i was a wee boy my uncle was well into kind of all the um bruce lee movies yeah so all of that kind of stuff was existing and it kind of been kicking around for quite a few years before i think it was harder back in the kind of 70s you had to rely on it actually being released in the cinema in some form but since we've got home movies videos i mean video video was the one where it started to be you know, your local video shop had this little corner that had a, yeah. all of these incredible looking movies. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, at that time it suffered because they were all badly dubbed. Anything that came from another language was yes. just dubbed within an inch of its life. <laughs> yeah. But now we've got the beauty of, of Blu-ray and yeah. subtitles and, you know, you can yeah. get a hold of these movies in a, in a way. And Phil was just saying that um, the Shaw Brothers um, back catalogue has just been put out on Netflix, yeah. which... It will be great if there's a subtitle option for yes. it as well. But I think now access to global cinema mm-hmm. is much easier. And I think we should all be out there consuming more cinema from Different other countries. Cinema, yeah, and it's, yeah. It's don't put the language it's barrier. How you grow, it's how you learn, is to look at other cultures. Yeah, and we were just saying before, you know, you wouldn't have got The Matrix, you wouldn't have got even things as, like Phil, you were saying. <laughs> so, yeah, like even the, the, the sort of um, trash-tastic Charlie's Angels uh, movie adaptations, you know, I mean, the... The, any action film that came out after I would say like what 1998 was yeah. it, it was impossible for it not to be coloured or, or influenced by Crouching Tiger in some way yes. so like, yeah, yeah like every uh, I mean, the every wire single, work in that film really yeah the floating and the flying or, around yeah. and some films did it better than others and it, and it did kind of then um, become almost kind of a laughably like you no know, the physics just doesn't work like this but also it's like you're not even you haven't even got the artistic kind of yeah. um, aesthetical flair yes. to make it watchable it just became ridiculous but it was it was just that huge huge impact of this film that came from a from a, a foreign market yeah i mean my first experience i think of chinese cinema was watching a vhs copy of police story awesome. my dad my dad ha- is a big martial arts fan yeah and it was that kind of thing where he was always showing stuff that was probably not age appropriate but still very <laughs> yeah. awesome to watch when you're that kind of age. I think that was one of the things that you watch these films when you sh- at an age yeah. you shouldn't have but they've been hugely influential on a lot of people you know yeah. people have yeah. got into the industry based on this you know they're such consummate technicians in terms of fight choreography yes. yeah. and stunts and all the rest of it so you know it's a massive massive influence and we all know we all know the names everybody knows Jet Li everybody knows yeah. Jackie Chan everybody knows Donnie Yen everybody knows 
these Michelle yeah. Yeoh, we all yeah. know these actors, uh, but yet they're still not, um, you know, accepted into the mainstream. You know, yeah. Michelle Yeoh is now going to be on um, Star Trek Discovery, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's a that's a good thing. And we're getting, you know, Donnie Yen in Rogue One. Yeah. So and and people went crazy when they knew he was gonna be in that movie. It was I mean, like he was yeah. fantastic, this fantastic in that movie. Was, yeah. And I don't want to spoil anything, but he's probably one of my favourite characters out of that yeah. film and he he deals with it very well with a touch of humour. Don, yeah, Don, Donnie Yen's been one of my favourite sort of martial arts actors for quite a long time. Mm. I saw him in one of the the name of the film has escaped me now, but yeah. um, essentially all the all the martial arts stuff in it yeah. was full contact stuff. So it's not just a case of you know like these as well as being beautifully choreographed. Yeah. It was just Donnie and showing off. Yeah, I mean the Ip Man movies, that yes. thing, Bruce Lee's teacher. They they went a little bit fantastical with them, but, it, but so that's it the core works, of the story. It worked yeah. very well. Yeah, I'd like to see us have more of the non-action based stuff yes. yeah. because um, there is a massive wealth of m material that comes out of kind of Asia and you know the whole kind of thing so we've got Chinese Hong well Hong Kong cinema was what I would have referred to it as back in kind of like 70s and 80s because that's where most of it was coming from but I think now it's opened up the, the whole kind of scene to that and it'd be good to see more yeah. of these maybe a back catalogue of some of these older films that we yeah. just haven't seen yet I'd, yeah. see, um, I'd, I'd love to see um, someone put out um, like I say on Netflix or whatever, um, 36 Chambers of Shaolin with the uh, Gordon Shoe. It's on there. Is it? Yeah. Excellent. Yes. I, I, I'm, excuse me, I'm going home now. I'm going to go watch <laughs> it. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's that kind watching. of thing like people in the 70s were watching Monkey, uh, Bruce Lee films, then in the 80s you had the Jackie yeah. Chan movies come over, and then 90s it was Rush Hour and little bits like that, and Sean Connery doing the world's worst Chinese I have a soft spot for the um, the sort of East meets West martial arts action films of the late yes. 90s, early noughties. So Romeo Must Die yes. goes down. I mean, yeah. as you know, I mean, Shanghai God, God bless you know, God rest her soul, Aaliyah. Yes. You know, she the the scene where they sort of dance and then he's like, oh, I can't hit a girl, so I'm gonna make you hit her. And it was like a, it was just it was a, it was such fun. Yeah. It was so so cool. Yeah. Let's be honest, we missed out the, one of the best ones, Shanghai Nights and Shanghai Noon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I've forgotten about that, thankfully. <laughs> but we, Chinese cinema has had a bit of a negative effect as well. I mean, especially with the Marvel releases at the moment, they're very heavily customised them and adding extra bits more for the Chinese market. I mean, with Iron Man 3, just after the baby milk scandal, you had yeah. Iron Man drinking baby milk to restore his strength and stuff like that and it was kind oh, of oh god so it's, yeah. it's not even like um, to sort of just fine tune a film it's just inserting propaganda yes pretty much Ooh. it's like Robocop was heavily modified Looper was heavily modified I mean <laughs> the Karate Kid the yeah. Karate Kid Jackie Chan one as well yeah oh was that with Jaden yeah. Smith yeah, yeah. So it wasn't even I think in China it wasn't even called the Karate Kid it was the Kung Fu Kid yes Obviously, karate is Japanese, not Chinese. Of course, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was very much why, why is this being made as the Karate Kid remake when it should just yeah. I would have been happy with it being called the Kung Fu Kid. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. well, it, would draw, it would draw less. It would draw fewer yeah, comparisons, and you could just actually do an original story then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then you've got stuff like Transformers: Age of Extinction, where they're putting in massive action scenes based in China just to give the Chinese audience yeah. more context to the movie and say right we're going to do a big scene at the Great Wall and bits like that just just to try and draw the Chinese audience in and I understand it completely but well, again, you know, also time, I'm kind of I'm over seeing New York get demolished every yeah. single month at the, at yeah. the cinema so that's <laughs> yeah, fine yeah, yeah. Like, like you know go trash up Hong Kong yeah. for a little while yeah, yeah. 
Yes, whoever it is that repairs New York on a, on a regular basis need to raise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, but as I said, there is more side of gentle Chinese cinema. Wong Kar Wai, who's one of my fav- Wai's favourite directors, In the Mood for Love. That kind of gentle Chinese romance story doesn't get enough love over here. I mean, he's pretty much the, Japan- the Chinese version of Richard Linklater and that kind of mm. after sunset, those kind of love stories, which needs to also come over. Because there is that, yeah, it's like you say, there is the sort of um, very lazy perception that Chinese cinema is all yeah, and kung fu and when actually of course yeah. they can have love stories and dramas and, and all kinds of different genres yeah. because yeah. you know they have this one export that we're familiar with doesn't mean there aren't other yeah. um, you know real uh, great films there. Yeah. I mean they have some amazing historical stories I mean Monkey's probably the biggest one Journey to the West uh, which has such a massive impact on all Chinese culture with the story of Hanuman, who is mm. Monkey in the story. And it's been remade so many times now. We had that game a few years ago with Andy Serkis doing the mocap on it. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty much, I, I think other stories like that need to come through. I'd like to see a bit of Chinese legend, Chinese culture come through. I mean, Red Cliff, which is one of my favorite Chinese movies, it's about 16 hours long, <laughs> but it is an amazing story and it's amazing tale about these three generals who resisted. I'd be curious to see what we could get in terms of um, Chinese TV as well. Yeah. I'd like to see what the Chinese equivalent of Westworld and uh, Game of Thrones are. What, what, yeah. are our, what are the kind of Chinese um, yeah. dramas that are out there? You know, we get Nordic dramas. I'm sure there yes. are detectives in China as, as well. Um, but it'd be interesting to see what other stuff we got. You know, cartoons, any media really. It'd be good to see because you know, we get the occasional yeah. book and stuff. But yeah. it's got to catch fire with the kind of general populace. Yeah. So, you and know, I think it's a been, cult thing otherwise. And I think Japanese culture has been pushed that much for the last 40 years. Yeah. It's yeah. quite yeah. nice to see another bit of oriental culture coming over rather than yeah, just definitely. manga and anime yeah, I mean, and Korean kaiju. cinema and Korean pop music. You know, it's like, well, where's, yeah, let's get Chinese... Hi, I'm Mike Carey, a former writer on X-Men, Ultimate Fantastic Four, Lucifer, The Unwritten and Hellblazer. And you're listening to Geeky Brummy on Brum Radio. Time for Guy's favourite thing in the known universe, it's Why Is It Rubbish? Do you want to start us off? Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, why Is It Rubbish? Money supermarket adverts. I'm sick of seeing the dancing, the the big asses. The, the, it's just rubbish. I'm sick of it. They're trying People to make it like now. a thing. It's like, um, you know how, like, you know, the whole compare the meerkat thing started yeah. as a joke and now you get, like, the toys and it's become this whole, like, they're attempting to turn it into, like, a pop cultural, you know, touch point. It's they're doing the same now. I'm like, oh, are you, like, on the side of, like, the fat builder slot dropping <laughs> squad or are you on the side of, like, the fierce businessman in the hot pants and the high heels squad? And it's just like, oh, my God, you're trying so hard. It's just nonsense. It got to a point where, like, a colleague in my previous job was, like, playing the music on her phone. She was like, Haha, this is so funny. And it's going to be funny when I throw your phone down the toilet. So. <laughs> <laughs> but they're ruining perfectly good pop songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the fact that the, actually, like, the fifth advert is like, oh, we've got no women in this. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's just pull one out in the back. <laughs> George. I'm sure that those in the studio probably know what I'm going to complain about. I had a bit of a rant about this on Twitter yesterday. I had my own angry guy moment. I get really bored of being told things that I should and shouldn't like and that I find really stupid. I get told a lot. You don't seem like a geek, which considering the cosplay and always being geek shit is weird, but also because I like shoes, apparently it's not allowed. I was also informed this week that I only like American football because Dave used to play it, so that was fun. That's rubbish. Girls like football too. Yeah, I mean, get over not, it. Not, not that you started liking it before we met. But, no, obviously. Know. It's all, all pretend. It's American football. It's hand egg. It's not football. Super <laughs> barrels. Get out. <laughs> Keith? I've been saving this one up for a while. 
Ooh, is it this a, bus? a good one. No, it's not. It's, um, <laughs> I used to I used to be an avid viewer of Jinx TV, uh, which used to put out a lot of original content. They had you know great great presenters. They used to do a wonderful show called the First Hour, which I must admit is, is apparently coming back. But then they decided that they wanted to do wall to wall esports. <sighs> it's not a sport. You cannot commentate on it like it's an esport. You cannot have two, three blokes in suits with headsets on. <laughs> discussing the tactics of somebody playing Overwatch or <laughs> Counter-Strike or whatever it is. I hate esports. It's a non-sport. Yes, I, I, people who are good can earn a great deal of money from it. And great, if you're playing it, fantastic. But I do not need three numpties who think they're on Celebrity Deathmatch <laughs> telling me how well somebody's playing. Yeah, they've gone up behind the counter there. They're going to they're gonna use this tactic. You have no idea what they're going to do. It's not a spectator sport. It's the worst thing ever. When you're playing a game, fantastic. But games are not spectator sports. It's the fastest growing. Esports are the fastest growing um, media market at the moment. I think it needs to be more like, like darts and have beer instead of energy drinks. Let's yes. see how well they can do when they're drunk. <laughs> it's basically somebody's gone, oh yeah, there's all these YouTubers earning millions of pounds from showing people how they play games. If we had numpties in suits commentating on it, then we can and make put in a big money. arena with some big screens. Yeah. So yeah. What the hell? It's not a sport. Go and away. just like professional football players have all kinds of you know problematic personal histories, you've got the gamers who are like you know threatening to kill or rape women online. So you, there's, there are Lovely. sports parallels. Yes. Yeah, but true. I want, I want, I want people who can't really play games sitting on a sofa commentating on each other by going yeah you can go to that character he's not going to do anything they turn around and stab you and they go oh yeah he is <laughs> <laughs> John and Jeff as our special guest have you got anything that's rubbish for you two? <laughs> Which too much choice for mics maybe <laughs> um, for myself I remember back in the 80s I'm sure chocolate bars were significantly bigger and that's like <laughs> 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 I can rub yes. Yes. And, and Freddo's 30p what the hell what is that yeah, yeah. So, what <laughs> Freddo is now 30p it's 30p. criminal <laughs> no, why are you still buying Freddo's because <laughs> they're awesomely enough chocolate to get you through the day yeah. without having to buy a full Snickers bar yeah for more money Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, for, for me, it's got to be um, obvious product placement in films. <laughs> now, films are long enough without having to watch Robert Downey Jr. drinking in a full-frame um, <laughs> view for about 10 minutes. Now, yeah. if, if we took all that out then, and keep, keep it to the action, then happy days. The, these, these companies make enough money, and, and I'm sure Marvel don't need the extra. Yeah, I think I remember the most in-your-face example I ever watched was the first Transformers movie when they're all in the helicopter and the soldiers are landing and it's like the, cheap, the sergeant starts shouting at them and one of the troops is like what? I can't hear you whilst listening to my iPod iPod big iPod here wave the iPod in front of the screen <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Austin Powers do one of these? Or was it Wayne's World? I think it might have been Wayne's World. Oh, oh yeah. The Pepsi, one, the Pepsi product placement special, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that Austin Powers did it as well. Yes. Well, they used something else which was an enlarger for an organ that we're not going to mention. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, do you want, have you got anything? Um, my one would be um, not being polite after you've opened the door for somebody. Just say thanks. That's <laughs> all you got to do. Just I say thanks. Just the non-acknowledgement of it all. I think if they're I'm not invisible. even starting to say thanks, just close the door whilst they're walking through. <laughs> no, I, I just think it's my job. I just think I just stand there opening the do like, doors for people. I just think that that's part of my role, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, just say thanks. Mm -hmm. I recommend the sarcastic shouting after them, you're welcome. That's <laughs> your trick. Like, just not that just I do to that. really kick it in there. Yeah. <laughs> It's like when they glare at you for doing it, so I'm like, what are you doing that for? It's kind of like, oh, I'm sorry, I've got manners. 
Mr. Steel ahead of music, hiding on, at the Steel. back of the studio. I'm sure there's something that's annoying. Uh, very quick one. Uh, drivers who rear-end you and then drive off, as happened to me last night. Thank Ooh. you very much, you coward. Thank you. <laughs> I think Pete story. wins. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Ellis, have you got anything that... Oh, oh, you're actually having a nice week this week. I <laughs> put all of this on a Twitter poll. I kind of agree with every single one of you. It's all rubbish. Um, I, I've made a vow to not refer to a certain world leader today, just for my own mental health and wellness. So, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I, I think I'm going to go with just the, the, the um, go with Jenny's and the whole non-eye contact and, you know, yes. when, when you open the door for somebody and just, you know, you know oh, if you... If you Okay, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip reverse it. It's gonna be slightly different. When you step out of someone's way on the on a crowded pavement, and they don't even acknowledge that you have changed the way in which you are walking, <laughs> yeah. to make room for them. Like, well, and I, I, I'll well, often like do it. Earlier, when I was trying to walk to the studio, and somebody on a bicycle on the wrong going up the one way road the wrong way on the pavement and it's up to you to like jump out of their path and then they're like and it's like the world does not belong to you it's not built for you (laughs) and I mean I do I I will often do it you know if I see somebody with like a big pram or something it's like well you know it's it's gonna be easier for me to manoeuvre out of your way than it is for you to like steer that thing so whatever it's fine but like come on just like a, a smile or a nod or just like acknowledge that I'm a human being sharing this planet with you and I have adapted my routine I also for your oxygen. needs and you yeah. are ignoring me. <laughs> and Phil, when we were off air, weren't you saying that you didn't actually have anything this week? He wasn't angry about anything, he was fine. <laughs> I, I, I know, I was just relieving like the walk to the studio and it's like, actually no, no I do. Yeah. I've, I've got to say I'm deeply concerned because as someone who, of a slightly older generation, it gets worse as you get older. <laughs> <laughs> you become more invisible. Hi, I'm Max Gredenchik, and you are listening to Brum Radio. Oh, I like the way that sounds, Brum Radio. All right, so thanks for listening to us this week. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, share, put us out there as much as humanly possible. Review. Yes, comment. Yes, tell us, tell what us how much great. you love us. Tell, tell your friends about great. us. Tell share us your bus stories with Keith. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, Guy, where can we find you online? Um, at... Guy underscore Halford on Twitter, and I've got a blog which I'm gonna I'm gonna look for it now because I never remember. Are you gonna remember the name of your own blog I'm this week? I'm gonna look what it is. Hang on, I'm looking. <laughs> Guy reviews music. Guy discovers music. Dot wordpress. Dot com. George, where can we find you online? Find me at Caramel Latte Kiss. Pretty much everywhere. everywhere. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, or you can also find me at www.caramellattekiss.com. Keith. Generally, if you just Google Hard Look Hotel and not the du- Count Docula episode, it'll be <laughs> <laughs> it's a great episode. Yeah. Of Is that what inspired the uh, branding? No, I, I knew, after I put it all together, then I did realise there was an episode of Count Docula called Hard Look Hotel. <laughs> it, it was based on uh, on Hard Heartbreak Hotel and lots of other things, you know. But yeah, generally, just look for me; and it's cool. Cool. Or don't look for me. That's fine. That's fine as well. I don't mind. I don't seek attention. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Miss someone who does. <laughs> <laughs> You can find me, <laughs> yeah. uh, most importantly, <laughs> Mr. Ellis, <laughs> on Twitter at Philip Verified. underscore Ellis. Just, Verified. Look, just look for the guy with the little blue tick. <laughs> Verified Philip <laughs> underscore Ellis. And where's your freelance website? Uh, so you can also find me at freelancephilip.co.uk. For all of your writing and content needs. So if you need me to have an opinion about anything, that's where you go. 
Or you listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Or just like come find me over coffee and a beer and I'll just like, you know, I'll yeah. preach. It's, it's, it's fine. Wind him up and watch him go. You open a bottle of Prosecco and kind of waft it out of an open window. That, I don't really find that I'll show up to with an empty <laughs> glass and an, a, 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 an empty glass and My a... My Prosecco uh, senses tingling. I must go. So was that an em- empty glass and a crown? <laughs> yeah, we need to make him a costume now. Yes. I mean, no, I, I already man. do have the crown. So. Yeah. Mr. Whitney, where can we find you? Um, I am on Facebook, um, Aces is, is and Armour, um, Twitter, at DWIT3187, Instagram, Aces and Armour. Um, and you and George share a cosplay? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, you can find us as Safe Harbour Cosplay as a joint brand, which is SH underscore cosplay that. on Twitter. <laughs> I haven't updated it in months, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> to so be you f- can look at it, but the, yeah. if you want to actually speak to us, Caramel or do I've it, it's probably of better. I've been kind of my Facebook as of <laughs> yeah. recent, but whoops. And you can find me at... And the Silk Road. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What? That was weird. What? Like like the dark net? <laughs> yeah. I think the police shut that down. Is that your weird fantasies, Guy? <laughs> I'm sure I transferred that account over to you many months ago. Anyway, you can find me at Royal Parish, also at Geeky Ruby. Geeky Ruby on Facebook, Geeky Ruby on Instagram, where you can find out what adventures we're up to. And I also do a bit of food blogging as well. If you want to see boring pictures of me eating food, check out brummygormon.com. That sounds like some kind of fetishist sort of thing. I mean, you know what? There'll be someone out there who's like, you know what? Yeah, I, uh, I think this has just awakened something in me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, this entertains me. Yeah, <laughs> this, this nourishes me in a way that I didn't realise I needed. <laughs> so thanks very much for listening. As I said, like, subscribe, share, get in touch with us if there's anything you want to let us know about. And we'll be back next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please consider joining our listener supporters. You can do this by clicking the support tab on our website or go direct to Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Brum Radio. Brum Radio shows are streamed online at the Brum Radio Mixcloud page and you can find more podcasts at brumradio.com.